0: Welcome to Busted Biscuits. I'm Jill Super.
1: And I'm Jen Stanley. And today we're talking about when to walk away. away, Thank you, Kenny Rogers. (laughs) When to walk away. (laughs) We we think we're hilarious. It's our theme song. It is for today. That is our theme song today. Uh, We're also going to have a contest. So at the end of this... Um, episode, we will tell you what the instructions are going to be on how to enter into our contest um, on it'll be on Instagram. So if you hang with us for the entire episode, then you'll hear what to do and what you're going to get. So I totally credit my nephew Brock Bardwell with giving me this idea. <laughs> so I'm going to give a shout out <laughs> Thank to you him Brock. On, Thank you, Brock. <laughs> on this episode so he knows that I listened to him. He's making me cool. Okay, so let's talk about when to walk away. What do you think about this topic, Jill?
0: Uh, for me it's a touchy subject because uh coming from someone who didn't really have friends, it's hard to let friends go, right? Mm-hmm. Like those that you do have, even if they're not healthy relationships or they're they're maybe not good spaces that not safe spaces to be in, then it's still a really hard thing to do. And it's awkward and uncomfortable. Like how do you say, I'm sorry, I'm not gonna be your friend anymore? Do you have to do that? Um, I think there's lots of questions that people would have about when, how you identify this, but also how do you do it?
1: Yeah. So, well, and I think for me, so I am a six on the Enneagram and that means that loyalty is something that's important to me. And so I end up staying in relationships way longer than I probably should. Like there's times that there should be some distance, but it's like, I just feel so loyal. Like I'm going down with the ship kind of thing. Like (laughs) it's hard for me to let go of it too. So I definitely relate to that. Uh, I think we really want to be clear before we dive into these specifics is that Uh, we want to make sure that you've done everything possible to repair this relationship and make it healthy. Yes. And so like walking away, isn't going to be your first option. It's going to be like your 30th. Like we want to make sure that you've done the work to make sure that this is really something that you need to let go of.
0: Right. As Jen said, something that you've done the work for. So that means, you know, you've, you've tried to have conversations, you've addressed the things that you feel like would make your relationship stronger or improve the relationship. You've, you've tried to um, change, you know, how you, how you interact with the individual in order to kind of get something, get some momentum in moving in a different direction. Mm -hmm. This is kind of like that last resort when you've kind of done all of those things and you realize like, it's just really not going anywhere. And so we want, again, to be real clear, even for someone like me who didn't have relationships, sometimes that was the easy way out, right? To say, oh, it's just not working out. You know, I've, we've been friends for about three months now and it just feels weird. I'm just going to walk away. That's not what we're talking about. We're not, we're, we're going to kind of go into detail on some of these things, but remember the first course of action is always try and make a difference. Try and try and change what you're, where you're at. If that isn't something that you, you seem to be able to do after having the conversations, um, then, then consider it.
1: Yeah, and I think we will also want to be specific about we're not talking about spouses. Yeah,
0: nor your kids, nor some of those really personal, like those relationships that you really need to hold on to. We're going to get to how to heal those in some of our future episodes. Um, talk a little bit about each type of relationship and how that works. But uh, yeah, there's this is there's a caveat to this. <laughs>
1: yeah, so, th- so this is really about just friendships. Is re- and correct. Yeah, is what we want to dive into. So. Um, I think one of the reasons that I would walk away or have walked away from a relationship is when I've been the only one putting in all the effort and like with no return and acknowledgement over time. Right. So like I've been the one that's constantly reaching out to them, constantly trying to schedule things and, um, and constantly the one that wants to make sure we get together and, and asking about how things are going. Uh, now this, to me, the key part is with no acknowledgement, so it's one thing if you're the one that keeps reaching out and your friend goes, oh, I'm so sorry that you're having to reach out all the time. Like, um, I, I've, I've just been really busy. I, like, yes, I want to get together. I'm not sure when I can do that for me. And maybe I'm saying that because I currently am in a busy season of life. Mm-hmm. So in, in being in school and having private practice, doing best of biscuits, uh, my children, my girls doing competitive cheer and all the travel with that. Like I've, my schedule is just super tight. And so I have had friends that reach out and want to do things, and I I just am not where I can. And so, but to me, the difference is that I'm acknowledging that I can't. I'm not just like blowing it off and not taking ownership of the fact that I can't do that.
0: Right. I think for me, one of the easiest things to do, like I mentioned earlier, was really just to say, "Oh, you know, that person isn't really asking me the questions. Well, if I'm not the one opening up, you know, it's on me." Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, and so you kind of have to stop and take stock first and say, you know, what is the situation? Can I have a conversation about it? And can I, can we resolve this? Or, you know, to your point, you're in a busy season of life. I know my time has to be scheduled, right? (laughs) We have to put that on the calendar, make sure it's on there a month in advance so that Mm. we are prepared and ready to go. You know, we have that time available. So if it means being flexible, be flexible in order to accommodate that. Um, But you're, you know, you'll be able to see, like like you mentioned, you'll be able to see that uh, someone who says, oh yeah, I'm really sorry, it's just a busy time.
1: Yes, yes. Also, if you feel like you're trying to convince your friend that you're worth the friendship, and Mm. so I've definitely been there. Like um, We've talked about it, I think, on the first episode about the t-shirt that says, I'm not for everyone. It's like, for me to understand that not everyone's going to think I'm amazing, and that's okay. And so I have stayed in a friendship too long, like trying to convince them that I'm worth their time. And so um, I don't want to have to work that hard to convince yeah. somebody that I'm worth it. Well,
0: and I think some of the things we've already talked about on some of our previous podcasts kind of play into that as well, right? Mm-hmm. So looking, you know, what are you looking for in a friend? What is it that you expect from a friend? And, and identifying those things, y- you start to look at your relationships a little bit differently through a, a different lens, um, you know, a wider lens maybe, and just say, am I getting what I need from this? Or, um, you know, am I having to, am I mean, am I having to prove myself in order to stay here? Yes. Because that that isn't necessarily how
1: friendships work right if you're repetitive if you're experiencing repetitive disregard for your privacy mean like that they're talking stuff you've asked them not to tell like they're sharing your secrets or they're talking badly about you Mm -hmm. I think that that's um, an an important key to note like if someone is not saying positive things about you and I think that's you should consider not being a part of that friendship
0: yeah and you had a great a great uh, a couple of examples on that uh the 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 dinner table example. Oh, yeah. That one?
1: yeah. Yeah. Just that um, I, I've been in situations where, uh, well, when someone gets up to go to the bathroom, if you're with a group of friends and someone gets to go to the bathroom and then you end up talking about the person while they're in the bathroom, right? Yeah. Like that's not ideal. I, I know that I've, I've been a part of groups that like we've had a bunch of people in the car together and like you have to drop the person off at their house each time. And so then um, we're dropping them off. And as soon as they're out of the car, then we're talking about them. And then we go to the next person, drop the second person off. And then we're talking about them. Like, um, that was something I was definitely a part of in my past. I remember one time though, being with my friend, Sarah White, and we were in the car and we had other people with us and we dropped them off and there, that didn't happen. And I remember thinking, oh my goodness, this isn't a have to. You know, like this is not something that I have to be a part of. And it's like, I committed in that moment, I will no longer be a part of that. I will no longer be a table talker or a a car exit door person talker, (laughs) you know, (laughs) like, like I'm, I'm just going to make sure that I do not start it or engage in it. And, uh, it's, it's been, it's really important because it's like, man, this is a solid relationship. They're, they're not tearing the person down once they get out of the car. Yeah, absolutely. And well, to, you know, to the point that we're trying to make, when you, when
0: you first start looking at these relationships, what can you do to fix that? You mm-hmm. can be the person that doesn't engage. You can shift the conversation when it starts to go in that direction by, by, you know, pulling some, pulling them in a, in a totally different direction, changing the conversation that's happening right now in the, in that moment and, um, and making it so that, you know, you set that example and kind of model that going forward.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, and so be consistent I, with it too. Yeah, definitely. I also had said, um, I had a sweater on the other day. <laughs> and I think it's cute. Thank you very much. But my it is cute. But my friends did not think it's very cute, or my mom either, actually. And so said that I look like I had feathers, or that I had scales, scales, was it scales. Okay. <laughs> and so, so in a group chat, one of I posted a picture of me and my granddaughter, and um, I was in this sweater. And so one of my friends says, "Uh, I don't know what you're wearing," or something like that. <laughs> i like made a joke about it, and so then a few other people chimed in about the sweater, right? And so, um there had there would have been a season that that would have hurt me and i would have like gone somewhere and cried you know like how, why are you talking about my sweater but having a safe relationship and and knowing that they really are just teasing me and like they are making fun of my sweater they're not they're not making it personal towards me Right. Mm-hmm. Like it, like it made it, I was able to laugh at it too. And so I was like, yeah, listen, I like the sweater. I'm wearing it again. I will wear it again. <laughs> right. Maybe not send anybody a picture of me in it, but I'll be wearing that sweater. Right. So, um, but anyway, I think, um, I think it's important to, to know when you feel safe about those things, you know, mm-hmm. and like that, if, if you can, if they can tease you in, in a loving way and it's not with rejection, I think that that feels a, a relationship you want to hang on to. If the teasing is happening and they're doing it as a way to, to, to put you down or to, um, to hurt you in some way. I, th- I think that that's something you want to reconsider.
0: Yeah. Because even though, even though, you know, if you think about that example, there are times when you have something a lot more serious, like a real serious issue, something you may have made a decision on that, you know, wasn't the best choice for whatever reason and you know how are they going to react to that right are they going to continue to tear you down are they going to stop they're going to say i see where you are and they can lift you back up and say let's make better choices next time um so it's really about about the circumstance and the situation but to your point you know not tearing you down lifting Mm -hmm.
1: you up so i think you need to consider if they if they aren't making you a better person right so if your time with them isn't enriching isn't making you, um, you know, have better character, isn't challenging you in some way like to make you better. I think you need to consider if this is a friendship that you need to continue, right? Who's influencing who? So if you're there and you're helping to make them a better person, like, I think that that's an okay thing to maintain. You just got to make sure that you're not allowing them to, to influence you. Um, but if someone is pulling you down and you aren't, don't feel that you're your best self when you're with them. Yeah. You know, I think it's okay to put some distance in that. Nice, I like that one. Um, what else? Well, when you feel torn down, when you, after you've left their presence, so like you spent time with them and like you don't feel lifted up, you feel like that they've they've just, I mean, man, just not been supportive, you know, and and haven't it's and it's not in a loving way, right? It's like telling you how what everything's wrong and why you um, aren't a good person or um, telling you that I. I I could started to think about things that specifically have been said to me. I'll hold off on that. But um but thinking about like the, if they're just not helping you to feel uplifted and feel like a good person and, and, and in a good way like that they're that you have value and worth, right? Like if they're making you question that, I think that's a, a time to consider is this a relationship that you want to continue. Agreed.
0: Um I think one of the things that we had kind of noted before was what you would call the same level of dysfunction.
1: Yes. And so we spend time with people that have the same level as this of dysfunction that we have. And so uh, I talk about it often in, in my sessions that like um, sometimes I've been too much for someone. Like my dysfunction has been too much. And a friend has said, this is too much. I can't do this. And maybe they are not told me, but they're like no longer in my circle because it's like whatever's going on with me is too much. I know there's been people in... In my life, that I thought this is more chaos than I really can manage. I'm going to take some distance, and so like it's okay to note that that like this feels a little more chaotic uh, than than I want to be a part of, and so putting some distance is an okay thing to do.
0: And and I for some reason, family pops into my head as we're talking about that, because sometimes we all grow up in that same dysfunction, right? We're raising our Mm -hmm. children. We were raised in an environment. We raise our children in a similar environment, even though we say we're making changes, there's still some things that carry forward. And so there's this generational pattern that, that kind of evolves and develops and and continues as you go forward. And, um, and so in family relationships, I think that that one can be a little bit harder to navigate. Mm -hmm. You really have to, you know, start (laughs) <laughs> start being different and, and constantly consistently do those things. But in friendships, um, you know, you can, you can put that effort in, but at what point do you draw the line? Kind of like what we've right. been talking
1: about. Right. And I don't necessarily think that distance has to be complete severance, mm-hmm. right? Like you can just cut, you can take your space. And so then maybe you're not sharing as much, maybe you're not spending as much time with them. Like it doesn't have to be a complete, oh, they kick, Break, yeah. yeah. you kick them out of your life, but it, it could maybe that you're just going to take some space.
0: I think one of the things to add to that is I, I have a friend, her name is Lisa. I love her dearly. Um, and she, we have been in each other's lives for 25 years. We used to work together when I was very young and I have kind of just always stayed in touch. Um, you know, it might be two years that pass. It might be six months. It might be a week. or We might be in a season where we're spending a lot of time together, you know, going out and catching up. Um, But those kind of relationships are okay. And they're not something you have to say, oh, well, I haven't talked to that person. I'm going to cut them out, right? Like it's one of those things where if that's the nature of the relationship, it's okay to let that kind of continue. Mm -hmm. Uh, I know she's someone who I can share secrets with. I can trust that she's going to hold on to what I need Mm -hmm. her to hold on to. But at the same time, um, I don't have to be present all the time. There's no expectation of being present all the time.
1: Yeah, that's good. um, There's something that I call the Disney Channel phenomenon. In or the live Disney Channel, which I, I, this is a Jen Stanley original, so I'm trying to figure out what I want to call it. But essentially, <laughs> what we learned from the Disney Channel is that um I think we're taught that you're supposed to have one best friend forever. and so that like yeah. they start with you in kindergarten, they go all through school, they do all the adventures with you, like you you go to sc- you go school, you date your boyfriend, you, um, you get into all kinds of silly antics, you're in each other's weddings, you continue and you have kids together. Like there's just this persona or this presentation that we're supposed to like be connected like that. And so I think for me, I was looking for that. I kept not understanding why I wasn't finding someone that was going to be my friend forever. And so, um, I kind of let go of that and going, I, I think this is, this is a lie that I've believed that there needs to be one person in that spot.
0: I was gonna say not to say that there can't be right because in some cases for some people that is the case that is how
1: it works. I would completely agree, Um, but I think for a lot of us it doesn't work that way. True, and so um, so leaving um, making sure you know that it's okay that you Mm -hmm. don't have to have that. So friends come into your life for a reason, a season, or forever, and so keep that in mind as you're as you're kind of navigating your relationships. Sometimes you grow apart. Sometimes there's things that you're involved in. Um, maybe you're, you've decided to like pursue Jesus in a different way. Maybe you've decided that you want to start working out. Maybe you've decided that you don't want to be talking bad about people. And so your friend in your life has the opportunity to come alongside you and grow too. But they also have the freedom to choose that they don't want to grow. Yeah. Like that they're just going to stay where they're at. And So we give them that freedom to do that. But that doesn't mean that you don't grow. You just It just means that that relationship shifts.
0: And it doesn't mean that they can't come back either. Yes. Right. So you can always, there's always, you know, another season that may come by where you're like, oh, this person is back in my life. This is great. We're at different places. Our relationship changed and and grew. We grew separately, but we were able to come back together and have a have a relationship again because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, everybody's going off doing their own thing to, to, grow, to build themselves to a better place, get to a better place f- for themselves. And then they, uh, and then you kind of come back together and see that happen it happens all the time actually more frequently you probably realize yeah
1: do you have any other examples of when you would leave or where you would walk away mm, I
0: don't really okay so I I mean, mean, other than the obvious I guess we should say okay what use of relationships or things
1: oh, like oh yeah <laughs> physically yeah if your friend punches you in the face you should probably leave. probably yeah <laughs> that's not a good idea right um no okay. I don't really
0: have anything else okay how about you
1: yeah so just thinking about how do you do it yeah. How do you make that? Well, cuz that's the
0: big question, right? Like, okay, I find I've identified that this is the case. Now what? Mm-hmm. So,
1: I think you really have to start with seeking wise counsel. I think you need to get someone else to weigh in on On your situation to help Mm -hmm. you determine if you really should be walking away or not. So if that's a spiritual mentor, if that's just a mentor, if it's a a wise friend, have somebody else like speak into it. Like let them know what's going on and say, what do you think? Is this something I should separate myself from? Because I think sometimes we can get caught up in the feelings of what's happening. And then we just go, I'm out. And so <laughs> you, we need to make sure that the, it's this is reasonable. Yes,
0: I mean that that's the point that we made at the very beginning, right? Like you have to actually put the effort in. You have to make sure that you've you've done all like the little checklist of items to say, did I did I give this all my all my mm-hmm. attention and all my effort? You know, was it did I make it as did I try and get make it as good as it could be? And if not, then then ask and say, this is what I've done. This is you know that, this is where we're at. And I'm I'm kind of torn. Can can you weigh in on this?
1: Yes. Yes. And so something that my dad would tell me growing up whenever I was having friendship difficulties, he would say, you need to Bo Peep them. Mm-hmm. And what that meant was little Bo Peep has lost her sheep, and doesn't know where to find them, leave them alone, and they'll come home dragging their tails behind them. So sometimes you just need to give your friends space. And and just kind of see what happens. And so stepping away a little bit and like not pushing yourself on them, not pushing yourself to have a conversation, just kind of, let's just give it some space and see what happens. And so often the person will notice that you've left or that you've created the distance and then they they come back and want to re-engage that. Sometimes they don't, but like bow peeping them is a good, um, a, a good, a good thing to pursue and to consider. Okay.
0: Now, yeah, we we're. I guess we should say we don't encourage you just to go up to them and say, you're no longer my friend because of these reasons. Like that's right <laughs> rejection at its finest. And we don't, we don't, we're not
1: encouraging that in any way, shape or form. Right. Sometimes you have a conversation about it, mm-hmm. but if you have to have a conversation about um, that, you're taking some space, uh, do it kindly. Yep. Like consider how you would want someone to tell you that they were like saying, Hey, I, I want some space from this. Um, and, and, but maybe you don't have the conversation. Because that can be really hard to do, and it not be painful. True, very true, and 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 we don't, you
0: know, you don't want it to turn into like it's it's an excuse, it's a, it's some kind of blame game or something like that. Like you said, you want to be kind about it. Um, it's really just not allowing that person to be close any longer, right? When you say create yeah. some space, it doesn't mean that you have to to
1: cut it off and and
0: just be done with it and
1: walk away and never look back. Mm -hmm. And so we we should also say in our last episode, we defined what making space for someone meant when we say making space in this episode, we don't mean that definition. (laughs) (laughs) We mean like, we (laughs) mean like literal like distance, you know, and separation from that. So anyway, anything else that you can think we, we need to tell our listeners before we tell them about our contest?
0: No, I don't think I have anything. Okay. You've done a great job today. Thank you. Mm,
1: Thanks. So the big thing I want everyone to consider is like, this isn't something that you go into lightly. Like you need to really be considering, um, where you stand. Like, I don't, we don't want, we're not encouraging you to like cut everyone out of your life. That's ever not returned a phone call. Like that's not what we're <laughs> talking about. No. But like looking for, you know, if you need to have some thoughts about this doesn't feel good and any of the things that we've named are happening, then maybe you need to talk to somebody and say, Hey, this is all that's happening. What do you suggest? Do you think it's a good idea? Is this repairable? But, you know, making sure you're asking those questions. Okay. Okay. So, um, next time on busted biscuits, we are going to talk about, um, oh, having people around you that have different skill sets than you, that, that like, um, why you would want to have someone around you that's that's different from you. Because I think sometimes we, we catch ourselves wanting to be with only people that are like us. Very true. Yeah. Okay. So contest time, right? Woo. Yeah. So you made it to the end. Thank you for listening all the way to the end. And so here's what we want you to do. We want you to go on Instagram and find us, for Busted Biscuits three. And so we've got our logo on there. So go and find us and friend us. And we are going to post a picture of the original Kenny Rogers. (laughs) And so, (laughs) so the the Kenny Rogers that would have been around whenever um, this particular song was out. And so you'll, when you see that, we want you to post, is it three things, three things, or just two things, the name, The, the the name of the movie, the name of the movie, what Kenny Rogers character was in the movie, and what year the movie came out. So if you can find these three things and you comment on the picture of Kenny Rogers, then, um, we will take an, a, we'll t- pick a number out of, off of that list. Random number generator. Thank you. We're doing yeah. that. We're <laughs> going to do that. And then we're going to send you a t-shirt. So we have, we have t-shirts in all sizes. And so, uh, we would love to give you one. And so we would like for you to, to go to our page, follow it on Instagram, and then answer these questions. Yay, Kenny Rogers. Thank you. Yay, Kenny Rogers. Someone's (laughs) going to want a T-shirt. That's right. (laughs) Well, until next time when we bust some biscuits.